Hi James, my name is Kimberly. I'm calling from Ohio. Had a couple questions. I uh, was just wondering if Jenny has said if her and Hannah have talked at all since Logan's disappearance. Um, it's just hard to believe that something so serious with somebody that they both love so much um, and they're still not talking. I feel like they maybe have useful information they can you know, give one another or compare, even give to you. Um, my other question is about the three pings from his phone. Was there any camera footage in the areas that anybody checked into? Also, um, has the boyfriend um, of Chloe's, the ex-boyfriend, been interviewed at all or were you able to get in touch with him? Thanks. Hey, Kimberly. Those are great questions. As far as Hannah and Ginny's relationship, I don't know if they've talked since Logan's disappearance. I would imagine at some point in time that they've spoken, but as you've heard from Ginny's own words, her and Hannah's relationship is broken. I do know a little bit more as to why they haven't been speaking, and I don't feel like it's necessary for me to share family challenges, problems, especially if it's not relevant to the case. I feel like I would just kind of be pouring some salt on the wound. Now, as for Hannah not speaking with me, it is challenging. It's frustrating because I feel like she could possibly have some information that uh, could help the investigation. Jenny, on the other hand, has been very cooperative from day one. You know, she's been very supportive and, you know, has even helped me with the investigation to a certain extent. It's it's very bizarre to think that, you know, Hannah and Jenny are on speaking terms, being that it's a mother-daughter relationship, but every family has their own challenges. Now, as for the three pingings of the phone, um, we are going to be diving into the pinging of his cell phone, and I will be addressing the camera footage. I never saw any kind of mention of camera footage in the case file, so I can't say that they ever did check into it. I know that there was a couple of times where they did look into camera footage because of sightings of Logan, but obviously nothing ever came from it. And as for Chloe's ex-boyfriend, um, I'm not really ready to dive into that one yet. And you guys will understand why once I get there in the episode. I have reached out to him. I can tell you that. But I will be diving much deeper into that in a few episodes. Great question. Thanks again, Kimberly. Hi, James. This is Deanna. I'm calling from Tumwater, Washington. Obviously very interested in the story um, and the whereabouts of Logan. And I'm wondering with the Facebook check-in, did it cross your mind that possibly somebody who knows the family could have used Jenny's computer um, if she has her credentials saved to her computer or any other device that she's used Facebook on somebody could have just gotten on that device and checked in for her um, and made the post thanks for listening to my question hey Deanna great question I did consider that and I did ask Jenny did you create the post and Jenny did say to me that she was the one that created that post. Because it did cross my mind, what if it wasn't Jenny that had created that? What if it was somebody else who had access to, to Jenny's Facebook? Or maybe Jenny had asked somebody to do it for her, and that individual checked in at the airport for them. But again, Jenny said that she was the one that created it, and she created that post from her cell phone. But that's a great question. Hi, James. My name is Anna, and I'm from Washington State. My question is, is if... Logan's DNA is uploaded into NAMIS and other databases um, so that in case they found a John Doe or other remains that uh, his family would be notified. Thanks for all your hard work. Hey Anna, thanks for the call. Logan's information has been provided to NAMIS and also provided to CODIS. 
and for those of you who are unfamiliar with them, NamUs is a program that uh, law enforcement uses missing persons or family members of the missing persons uh, use to help identify unidentified bodies. Uh, from their website, it states, it is estimated that 4,400 unidentified bodies are recovered each year with approximately 1,000 of those bodies remaining unidentified after one year. So NamUs helps put those two together. And as for CODIS, CODIS is an acronym for Combined DNA Index System. So law enforcement collects DNA from the missing person and they will frequently compare DNA with unidentified bodies, that's one of the ways that they match and can say, well, let's say Logan's here, but let's say they get an unidentified body across states or somewhere else, they match that DNA in the CODIS system. Thanks, Anna. Hi, James. This is Kathy from Ohio. Just a couple quick questions. Uh, my first question is, were Hannah and Chloe questioned by the police? Um, and what was their take on his disappearance? Do we know for sure that Logan was at Hannah's house when his phone pinged there? Um, and if so, what days was he there and how long did he stay? Did he say anything to her that was out of the, you know, make, make her think he was leaving or something like that? And then also with his TV being taken out of his room and left in the living room, um, I'd heard that Chloe and her boyfriend didn't get along with Logan. So my question is, would that have been something that maybe they were going to pawn knowing that Logan wasn't coming home? And um, just wondering if you knew anything about that, their relationship living in the house together. Um, thanks so much. Enjoyed season one. Can't wait to see the rest of this story. Thank you. Hey, Kathy. Thanks for calling in. From the case file, I could see that there is at one point, Chloe is providing answers to the detective's questions because the case file states that um, when speaking with Chloe and Ginny, they indicated that Logan was somewhat private and when he would leave when they would ask where he was going he would say i'm going to the store and if they ever try to question him more about it or try to know more about his whereabouts or what he was doing he would kind of cause a scene or get upset about it so that's the only point in time in the case file that i can see that chloe is involved in some sort of interview now as for hannah hannah did get interviewed by detective beale and she said that she didn't know who logan's friends were and didn't know his whereabouts and that was pretty much it. I would imagine that if Logan was at Hannah's days before his disappearance, that Hannah would provide that information to the detectives. So I'm assuming that he was not there, but there's nothing else in the case file that's, that shows or that says any more about her interview with Detective Beale. All we know is that Jeannie said when she looked at Logan's phone uh, location, he was in the area of where his mom lives, Hannah. I'd like to point out that peeing a cell phone versus looking up someone's location, such as today you can have an app like some of us do. You have a uh, Find My Friends on Apple. I'm sure Samsung or those other cell phones have something very similar. Locating someone's whereabouts when using a cell data versus cellular peeing is going to be drastically different. So if you went to your phone, looked at someone's location that is sharing their location with you, you'll see that there's a radius on where they're at. And it's a very small radius. Whereas a pinging of a cell phone is going to have a much larger radius, which we will dive into and follow Logan's pinging on his cell phone and his whereabouts. Um, so we will get there. To answer your question about Chloe's boyfriend and the TV and them pawning it off, I won't necessarily dive into the theories of if they were going to pawn that TV off or why the TV was out there in the living room in the first place. Um, I do know that Logan 
and Chloe's ex-boyfriend, I've been told that they did have hard time from time to time getting along. Um, it's really hard to be able to tell you, you know, exactly what happened when individuals won't speak. I will tell you that I've also reached out to Chloe's ex-boyfriend and we have spoken once. Um, I will be diving into all of that very soon, but I don't want to dive into something I don't have all the pieces or have given everybody the opportunity to say what they need to say to set the record straight. As a podcaster, I feel like I want to give you everyone the opportunity to be able to speak before I tell the story. But there comes a point in time where your time runs out and I'm just going to tell you what I know. So you guys will be hearing that very soon. But thanks again for the call. Great question. Thanks again, guys. Episode four will be released next Friday.